What's going on, good people? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast Season 2, Episode 19. Want to talk to him about what we're going to discuss today, Oak? Yes, sir, Inc. Please join us for a riveting conversation about community, peace, and balance. Yes, Lord. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Serendipity with Inky Johnson, as well as across all podcast platforms and YouTube. Be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe. We hope you guys enjoy the show. Peace. What's going on, good people? Welcome to Serendipity Podcast Season 2, Episode 19. I'm Inc. I'm Oak. What's going on, Wazo? How you feeling, man? Man, God, hey, man, you just be slipping them in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wazo you know. On the phone. <laughs> oh man, um, being real with you, bro. Yeah, always, always. Um, it's a good day. It's a good day. Been going through emotionally a little bit, mm. but uh, being here, we've been uh, been here for a minute and and in this space, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? And no doubt. kicking it with the great Simone and. Mm-hmm. And, and feeling the energy and the vibe, yeah. I feel good. Absolutely. Saying all that to say, I feel good. Solid, solid. Man. In this moment, man, I feel good. Yeah. How about yourself, doctor? I'm all good, man. I, I kind of take life as it comes and as it unfolds, man. Um, You know, I don't sway too far to the left or to the right. Try to stay even keel, man, and just go as the wind go. So yeah. I'm all good. I got one for you, though, from the Sugar Boo. It says, we have no right to ask when a sorrow comes, why did this happen to me? Unless we ask the same question for every joy that comes our way. We have no right to ask when a sorrow comes, why did this happen to me? Unless we ask the same question when joy comes our way. And it, when you're reading that, it, the, 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 the natural response for me is balance. Mm-hmm. Like I believe in balance. Uh, I'll tell you the story in a minute, but I want to respond to what you're saying, um, what this this card is saying. When something bad happens, the natural response is to give our attention to it, to give right. our energy to it. Right. But every day, every moment, you're breathing. Yes. Every moment, um, you you have a chance at life because you're living, right? Absolutely. So we begin to take those things for granted. Like, we'll take... For granted, those things that happen naturally and and those things that we don't even think about, mm-hmm. right? So when something, when sorrow hits, when a, uh, something um, comes upon us that we didn't expect, like when tragedy happens. Absolutely. From the 9-11 to, you know, the, the bombings and, and the school shootings and all of that, we, we throw our attention into it. But like today, today, mm-hmm. right, or yesterday, at D Main Street Academy. Yes, sir. We had a situation where, technically speaking, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. We got to celebrate that too. No doubt. We got to no be doubt. like, why? Hey, this <laughs> yeah. was a good day. You know, when Cube said today was a good day. <laughs> today was a good day. I, I love that song, but I yeah. love the notion of it because most days are good days. Mm. And we no take doubt. those for granted. No doubt. And when you begin to take something for granted, then mm. that's when that's when your waters have to be troubled. Mm. Yeah. Like, okay, you thinking it's all good and you, you're not appreciating this great moment. You're not yeah. appreciating this good day. Mm. So mm. when something happens that throws us off kilter, that's when that's where we give most of our energy to. Yeah. So I think the the saying is saying, be cognizant of those good days. Absolutely. 
those wonderful days, Absolutely. those days when nothing really happens or goes wrong, mm -hmm. that we have to appreciate that as a wonderful day, as a great day. Absolutely. So I look at it like this, Inc. You got three different categories. You got the category of um, uh, and a, a trust, uh, whatever the word is, um, something bad happens. Right. Right. You got most most days, though, are filled with just regular, nothing good, nothing bad, neutral days. Then you have those days of excitement. You get a promotion. Um, you know, you win, somebody wins the lottery. Your kid graduates from college or graduates from high school. All of these things, these days of celebration. We have holidays and whatnot. Absolutely. So in those neutral days, what perspective are you going to take? Because the neutral days are really 90% of the days. Absolutely. If you think about it, you have 5% days where there's tragedy. Yep. You have 5% days <laughs> where there's triumph. 90% mm -hmm. of the days are neutral. neutral. So you have to decide and look at those days uh, from the perspective of, okay, it just, it's all right. Yeah. Or you can look at those days of, man, I sure wish I could be better. I wish... You know, things weren't the way wasn't the way they are. Mm -hmm. Or you can look at those days as, you know what, I'm so great grateful that I got the opportunity to sit here with you. I get the opportunity to just be in the midst, to be in the number. Absolutely. Right? So it's really a a, a, a to me, uh, the saying of perspective. Yeah. Right? What perspective do you take? Yeah. It's, so it's no, 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 no. I was gonna say. It's um, it's almost like, like trained optimism and training your way to think a certain way to appreciate something, but also it makes me think back to the thought of sometimes when you're so blessed, you use you lose respect for the blessing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when you're so blessed, you yeah. lose respect right. for the blessing. Right. right? It's like a cat that wins so much they lose respect for winning. Right now, essentially, you're not losing respect. In terms of the essence of the blessing, what you're losing respect for is what it takes in order to be blessed, right? Yeah. It's like you're not losing respect for the win. You want the win. You're losing respect for what it takes to win, the process, the discipline, the dedication, mm -hmm. the commitment. When a cat is so blessed, they start to lose respect for the blessing. Meaning when you look at your children, you look at your spouse and say, man, I'm so grateful, man. I'm blessed, right? I got yeah. love around me, man. Like the roof over your head. I'm so blessed. Clothes on your back. The things that people used to tell you back in the day, man, be grateful you got food on the table. Mm -hmm. Be grateful you got clothes on your back. Be grateful you got heat in your house, right? Be grateful you got a roof over your head. To one, it sounds simple, right? But it's essential and it's powerful. Don't lose respect for the blessing. You bless so much, you lose respect for the blessing. And, right. and, and what happens is you get uh, infected with the disease of me. Mm. Which is disease of me. Yes, the disease of me happens when when you experience a level of modicum of success. Yeah, and you think it's about you. you. I like that. Right. Yeah. That's uh, Pat Riley would say that all the time to the, you know, to the Lakers, and then when he was with the uh, Knicks, and now building the culture of Miami mm -hmm. at the Heat. Right. You you get infected with the disease of me. It uh, deteriorates your objectivity of being able to see the moment as a blessing. No 
to yeah. see the moment and be grateful in it. Yeah. The disease of me makes you think that it is all about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so once you begin to think that uh, a situation is all about you, then you lose perspective. And in a minute, when you lose perspective, right, then you lose it all. Yeah. Absolutely. You lose it all. You lose those things that you take for granted. Absolutely. You lose the love and the appreciation for your family, being able to see your kids and be with your kids, to be with your family, to go to a a, a job and have a profession that you love. You lose that. Yeah. Because you got infected with the disease of me. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Okay, I got a question, man. I was um I was speaking. My have <laughs> man. I was speaking to a group. And um, they asked a real simple question, mm-hmm. right? And the question was, what do you do on bad days, dog days, when you ain't feeling inspired, you're not feeling motivated, right? Life coming. What do you do? Inc., that's what they asked me. But mm-hmm. I want to I wanna shoot you to assist and say, what do you do on dog days where some may consider to be bad? However you frame it. What do you do on those days when you feeling like, all right, man, my feet hit the floor, but man, I want to put them feet back up, back and up in bed and lay it down. Yeah. I think let me let me say this last part because I think oftentimes, especially with me, and I had to be careful about it over the years because I would speak, and cats would hear my story and they would think I went from the hospital back into just the zone of things, mm-hmm. and I had to start going back and be like, nah, it was a process getting to that point. And so when she asked that question, I was like, yep, I got to make sure I'm going back and I'm cleaning that up. But I want you to touch on it on those days, man, when you feel like that, how you approach that. Back in the day? And when I say back in the day, like when I first really became an adult, when I was a a young Thundercat at being an adult, Mm -hmm. when we first met, right? My response was to just put my head down and, and just do what I've been doing. Just, just grind through it, push through it, mm-hmm. right? And and that was beneficial in a lot of ways, yet it was also unhealthy in a lot of ways yeah. because I didn't take time for me. Mm-hmm. And it's ironic that you asked that question because a day like today right. um, and, and in this season that I'm in, I understand that I got to make sure that I take care of my mental and my emotional self. Absolutely. So that's the first order of business. Like, is this is this a dog day or is this a critical day? Mm-hmm. Like a dog day is, okay, we in the rigmarole of just going through a day and it's regular and, and so forth and so on. I have a response for that. Right. If it's a critical day, then what I would say is stop. Mm-hmm. Stop. Yeah. If, if 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 you got to go pick the kids up today, if you got to be dad today, if you got to be mom today, if you have to try to and lean into your community, hey y'all, I need I need y'all I need the help, I need the support right now. No Can y'all take care of that? Because I got to take care of me. No doubt. Yeah. That's a critical day. A critical day is. Nah, I got to I got to do what feeds me. I got to do what brings me joy. I got to just get back to and fill my cup up. Absolutely. And of course that, you know, that, that may be a couple of hours. That may be all day. You know, it, it's not wallowing in your sorrow. It's just saying and acknowledging 
I need my cup refilled. Mm -hmm. Because especially as people who are, are, are have been given the assignment of taking care of and, and looking after other people, whether that's uh, as a mom, as a dad, as a, as a leader, as a teacher, as any, in any capacity. And all of us, you know, at some point in time uh, in our lives have that role mm -hmm. of taking care of others. Absolutely. Right. Just like we're, we're being taken care of. Um, yet when you don't have it, a critical day or a critical moment is when is the understanding that I don't have it right now. Yeah. Then go get it. Right. That's where why community is so important. Lean into the community to, I need y'all to hold me down right here. Okay. And for me, you know, everything being a you issue. So for me, my job and my responsibility is figuring out the healthy ways of going and get my cup refilled. Mm-hmm. So that may be, let me go just, let me call Inky. No doubt. Right? Let me let me holler at uh, Bess, who I call Bessima, right? Carl Sled. Shout out, Carl. Uh, <laughs> one of the, the coolest cats I know, but when I call him, it you know, it, it's going to be, what's up, that boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. when I'm at my lowest of low, I can call him in, yeah. and we have a conversation. I'm on cloud nine. Smile. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Having those people, the you know those those folks that you know when you call and the conversation is going to be just wonderful, non-judgmental. It's not going to be heavy. It's it's just going it's going to leave you feeling better than than the time before you got a chance to speak to them. Yeah, and and you know, for real, man. Sled, thank you, brother. That's real. I'm just saying it for real, for real. That's real. You know, we call him Bessemer. He's from Bessemer, Alabama, but yeah, that's a lifesaver. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So what do I do? I get to my lifesavers. Yeah. Yeah. That's and true. and when you in your cool space, figure out who your lifesavers are. Figure out who your lifesavers are. Get to your lifesavers. You know? Um, and then the part about the other aspect of it, okay, it's not a critical day. Mm -hmm. It's just a it's just a trying to get through day. Yeah. Right. That's when I would say, go do the things that uh bring you joy. Do the things that's your passion. For me personally, I go teach. Yeah. I go and teach mathematics. That puts you in the zone. Put me in the zone, bro. And then when I come out of it, I'm like, I can conquer the world. Like, mm. me, and, me and Barack Obama can walk side by side. Yeah. He got to come see me. MJ can be <laughs> on the left side. MJ got to come see me. When I go in that classroom and, and teaching that mathematics, you got to yeah. come see me. Oh, no doubt. Right? Yeah. So that's the place where I feel like you know, only person that 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 I that can't come see me is God in that that situation. <laughs> that's just how I feel. Right, that's no why doubt. I go and you that's know what I'm saying. Time you yeah, on. That's no the doubt. type of time I'm on. I don't care who you are. Yeah, you got to come see me when I go in that that mathematics classroom. Yeah, that eighth grade math. I boy, stop. You better go on somewhere. <laughs> but yeah. what I'm giving to them, I'm also getting back in return. Yeah, it's feeding you. Yes, if yeah. it's feeding me. So you get through those dog days by being conscientious of doing the things that feeds you. Mm. Like, go get it. Go yeah. get it. If some people, it's working out. For some people, it's taking pictures. Some people, it's drawing. Mm -hmm. It's writing. Whatever it may be, bro. Yeah, man. Go get it. Go do it yeah, right man. then. Do Stop it, what man. you're doing. Go do it. That's how you get through those dog days. Yeah. 
And then in those critical days, I'm just saying, in those critical days, stop. Stop. That's so good, man. Like, and people take it for granted so much. It's like you hear people joke about the airplane saying, right? And they say, put your mask on first. You hear cats joke about it, Mm -hmm. but it's a real thing. And it's like I always tell cats, man, get you some real cats around you, man. Get you some real cats around. Stop running around with cats that just want to take a picture for Instagram. Stop running around with cats that just want to do a video for Instagram, right? Y'all call it networking, but you just want to link up and look like you're doing something for Instagram. It's cute. It's cool. You look like you popping, right? right? Yep. You look like you successful, whatever that may be. You get around cats and you just talk to them about what you're trying to accomplish, what you got, and what you're doing. But if your marriage on the rocks, you can't call them, right? <laughs> if your daughter in the rehab, you can't call them, right? If your son somewhere on the corner strung out, you can't call them, right? Get around some real cats. Some cats that if you're going through something, you could pick up the phone and say, hey, man, I'm going through. I feel like I'm about to break. And they like, where you at? I got you, right? Yeah. It gets some other cats yeah. on the phone. Let's go pray for our man. Get you some cash. You and your wife going through. Hey, man, we going through it. Can you pray for us? No problem. We'll be there tonight. Get you some cash. I told him, man, when I went and spoke to an NFL team, man, I can't say the coach's name. I got so much respect for him. I went to speak for this team. Oh, and I'm talking to this brother. Good brother, man. We talking. He like, man, I just got back from this city. I went to get my sister out the project. She was strung out on Lord knows what. And they called me and told me, hey, man, your sister down here, she out bad. And he was like, they looked at me and was like, what you going to do? He was like, we in the middle of camp. I got a team full of men. They like, what you going to do? I said, what you think I'm going to do? Going to get my I'm sister. I'm going to get my sister. I went on a plane and I went and got my sister. Put her in a facility, got her cleaned up, got her straight. Get you some people that will go and get you, man. Like when you going through it, they like, where my man at? I got him. Get around some real folks, man. Because every day, every second... It's cats checking out and saying, you know what? I yield. And they waving that white flag. There ain't nobody there behind them that's saying, no, bro, I got you. Like, I got you. Man. And and the thing I want people to understand is there's no judgment in waving the white flag. No doubt. There's no judgment in that. Because just like everybody going to leave this world, everybody, you going to be cremated or whatever, thrown in the ocean or put in the ground. Mm. Everybody, they day gonna come. The dirt you come to the dirt you shall Exactly. Exactly, right? But everybody gonna go through. Everybody gonna have those moments of waving that white flag, which is why community is so important, which is why getting you a group of folks who gonna ride with you, just like we talked about last week, you gotta forget you some folks that's gonna ride with you. Right, wrong, and different. Right, wrong, and indifferent. He could have been like, man, why do you know why she doing that? What happened? Woo, woo, woo. No, no questions asked. I'm going to get my sister, bro. We talk about it on the back end. Absolutely. Absolutely. If we talk about it at all. Absolutely. But the most important part is I'm going to take care of my folks. Mm -hmm. Take care of your folks. Yeah, man. And have some folks around you that's going to take care of you because the day is going to come when you're going to need taken care of. If you don't think so, that is your ego. For real, man. Man, you know, I was I was talking, um, I was talking to my mom. Like I talk to my mom every day. And I didn't realize, like, 
I talk to her when I'm trying to figure out certain situations and how to approach them, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like I talk to you when I'm trying to figure out certain situations and how to approach them. I feel like, like I always say, time and experience oftentimes trumps knowledge, yes, right? Sir. Knowledge is great, right, to have that foundation. But when you talk to people that's been living life a little bit, experienced some things, and you ask their insight and advice, oftentimes it shifts your perspective and how you view things. And I had known my mom had been through, you know, some levels of trauma in her life, been through some adverse and opposition in her life. And I was just asking her in terms of how do I deal with people that may be experiencing a certain level of opposition, adversity, trauma that I encounter on a daily basis from a patient standpoint to an understanding standpoint. Me and you discuss empathy, right? All of those things, being empathetic, trying to understand a person. Because we can go and we can say, hey, man, press through it. Mm -hmm. Be strong. It's a time and a place for that, right? But it's also a time and a place to say, hey, man, I appreciate you. You're doing a good job, man. Keep weathering the storm. I see you, right? I got you. And trying to figure out and discern when to use one method and when to use the other method can be the total difference between life and death. Really? For a person, like literally, right? And so I often ask that question because I really want insight in terms of, because I know how I'm wired, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And this is one of the things that I've had to come to the realization of, I had to learn me. I know me, right? I'm headstrong. I'm the cat. I'm I'm, I'm that bull. Let me out. You know what I'm saying? That's me, right? And so I approach things that way. And so when I start dealing with other people, I'm trying to figure out, all right, what's their capacity? How much can they handle, right? What gets them going, right? Leadership. I'm trying to learn people so I don't approach everybody with the same method and the same blueprint and thinking everybody is going to go at something the same way. And so I'm just trying to be an effective leader, effective father, effective husband, effective team member, and a productive citizen, a citizen in society. Yes, sir. So I got to learn how to deal with people and what approaches and methods to take when I'm dealing with them so I don't send them down the wrong road and they end up crashing out because I told them to do something that wasn't beneficial for their spirit and their heart. Love, uh, uh, what you're talking about is love, brother. Yeah. And love is an action verb. Mm Mm-hmm. And I particularly look at love as my action. The action is the work that I put in to get to know you. Yeah. So I know that you're headstrong. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to, everything that I tell you in terms of when you ask me my advice or ask me my insight Absolutely. on something, I'm not going to give you my insight on something. I'm going to give you my perspective on you and how you should take that that insight on the thing, mm-hmm. what we're talking about, right? right. Such meaning, uh, oh, how should I get at, you know, the people that I deal with every day? Mm-hmm. Um, and you a go-getter right. type person. Then I would say, you need to have lunch with them. Mm-hmm. Go and uh, take them breakfast. Or in the afternoon, say, hey, young, young Thundercat, whoever it may be, come go with me as we take ink to, uh, little ink to go work out. Yeah. Right? You being active in being around them so that, because the objective is to learn who they are. Absolutely. And once you learn who they are, the universe, God is going to show you how to deal with them. You great I can't at tell that, you. Man. 
Huh? You great at that too. Like what you what you explain it, you great at that. That's one of the things I admire and respect about you. But keep, Yo, keep breaking so, it down, so, picking it up. So huh? what what happens is um you you again you're creating the environment. But because you're a go-getter, I would say for you to do that. Yeah. Right. Someone else who may be a little little bit more introverted, mm -hmm. right, in, in their attempt, but they asking the question, like, how can I help this person? Yeah. Then what I would say to them is, you know, write them a note. Mm -hmm. Let them know that you're there. Or uh, send them a text. Say, hey, this my, you know, this is me, whatever, whatever. Uh, hit me up whenever you need me. Yeah. I'm 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 always here for you. Okay. Or when they wake up in the mornings, just send send that person uh, uh, a note just saying, hey, I woke up thinking about you, I love you. Mm. Real subtle. No doubt. Because you're giving them you. Right. If you are a person who's more introverted, more subtle, so what I, and, and so if you ask me that because I know who you are, I understand how to assist you, mm -hmm. how to help you help someone else. Absolutely. You know what I'm, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm so, picking it up. That that's that's the whole piece. Like you have to work to get to know a person. Absolutely. Like I got, you know, Cuzzo is all the way in. She's sort of like you, just headstrong and just going boom, boom, boom. So we have to have talks at one o'clock in the morning when everything's <laughs> settled down. Because in the middle of the day, she's going. Her, t, 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 in the zone. Yeah, she in the zone until I know she's going to settle down about 11, 1130. That's when I know to talk to her. Yeah. She gonna be able to receive me, right. you know what I'm saying? But I had to learn that I may be like wanting to talk at three o'clock in the evening. She's not a place to hear that because she 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 got yeah. her thing going. No doubt, she's going. So it's really just the action verb, uh, the action, love being an action verb of 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 working to get to know a person, yeah, and how they function. That's then true. once you understand that, then you can get in where you fit in with them. That's important with relationships, in terms of intimate relationships, that's important with our children, that's important in sports, mm -hmm. that's important in organizations. Yeah. Yes. Because when you yes. take time to get to know a person, it can help you become both efficient and effective in terms of your leadership style. Yeah. Right? Because oftentimes, we just want to approach somebody and say, hey man, get it done. Mm -hmm. Get it done. I don't care. Get it done. Now that sounds cute and cool, but at what expense, right? Like one of my buddies is a CEO of a company, Alter State, but he used to work at Walmart, right? Before he started owning his own company, they do great. And um, he said when he was at Walmart, you know, they biggest in the world at the time doing their thing. He in a leadership position. He young, you know, he running, ambitious, strong. He said when he coming at people or when he negotiating, he just like, hey, I'm, I'm Walmart. Yeah. So you can say whatever you want to say, but sooner than later, you're going to have to play by my rules, and I know it. Mm -hmm. And so I'm coming at you brash. I'm coming at you tough, rough, because sooner or later, you're going to have to give in. And he said, I had to learn, by definition, if you win every fight in my space, you losing. He said, because you can win every fight, and you can win every negotiation, you think, but sooner than later, you're going to beat your distributors to a point to where they're not even going to want to do business with you. And so you mm -hmm. think you winning, you think you headstrong and ambitious, you think you winning every negotiation, but sooner than later, they're going to be like, you know what, what I got to go through to put up with you, I'd rather just go somewhere else, man, because it ain't even worth it. 
What me Ruben say? You know what I'm saying? What me Ruben say? It costs you that piece. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. Like, you're right. Yeah. You get to a point where you costing people their piece. Yeah, man. They ain't trying to fool with you. I ain't fooling with you by no means. Right. I know me. And 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 also what I thought about um during this conversation is in terms of assisting ourselves and, and assist assisting other people, like there's a teacher, mm-hmm. one teacher, she's wonderful that I work with. She's an eighth grade science teacher. And I've seen her grow and I've seen her get her bearings about herself. She's brilliant, mm-hmm. right? Brilliant, brilliant science teacher. Yet she had to get to a place of having confidence. And now uh, she's there and, and she's she's rolling. She's good. But my way of, of, of uh, interacting with her, she's going to get a hug from me. No doubt. Right? Every morning she's going to get a hug because that kind of, what I learned just in, in terms of the work of knowing someone, mm-hmm. that, that just recently happened. But that fuels her. Got you. Right? It fuels her and gives her confidence. Oh, he got me. You know, he he supports me. She always know that, but she gets just a level of just um, energy and can just really become even more confident with confident with the kids. Mm-hmm. Then right across the hall, my my partner for show, I go and we just talk a hundred dollar worth of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what y'all talk? <laughs> we talk a hundred dollar worth of shit. You know what I'm saying? And that fuels him. Like, yeah. he is an amazing teacher. No doubt. But I have to be two different people mm-hmm. with them in terms of being a leader for him, right? Yeah. And what happens is I had to work at that because I had to figure out who they were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And neither one of those is really who I am in essence. No doubt. That's like, that's the example of what I'm saying. You're pouring into other people and you're supposed to, and that's wonderful. Yeah. But then there are times when your cup get de- gets depleted. Absolutely. Bringing it back full circle. Yeah. When your cup gets depleted, then what do I have to do? Yeah. Then I don't go in neither one of their classrooms. I go in their math classroom and say, bro, yeah, you, you sit down. You can sit down with this clap here. I need to sit, I need to get myself together. Yeah. And teach, teach some trinomials, you know, some factoring. Yeah. Uh, You know, so the Pythagorean theorem. We got to get theory. there. We got to get to it. That's beautiful, man. You know? That's beautiful. So it's really, as you say, you learning yourself, learning who you are, learning what you can give, learning who you need to give it to, how you need to give it to them, and then learning how to get what it is that you need. Yeah. Yeah. It's full circle. It's not just giving. It's it's, it's receiving as well. Hold on, man. Say that again. Oh, I just felt it in my spirit, right? I don't know what I'm saying. So I'm saying, look. No, you said learning, learning what to give, how to give it, but also learning how to get what, what you, you need. need. Right. Like that's, that's so that's that's what that's I'm strong, saying. Man. That's what I'm saying. When you in that place of how that's to get through a day and get through the dog days, yeah. What is it that you do? What yeah. you do? Absolutely. I'm going to go teach mathematics. Mm-hmm. And if it's in the fall, I'm going on a football field and mm. we finna I'm finna coach some offensive football. Mm. I'm finna coach a quarterback yeah. on just getting the stance right. Mm. It was like Tom Brady and Ted and uh Teddy Bruski. Yeah. Right? And and it Teddy was like, yeah, my son playing quarterback. Yeah, he was and, like, put him on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Put it, get, put him up here. <laughs> yeah, put him on the Facetime. Let's go. Put him go. on the Facetime. Go let's down. go. Yeah. That that's because what that did more for Tom yeah. just as much as it did for Brewski's son. Yeah, yeah. Can't fake that either. You, exactly. Let's get it. Yeah. 
That's I'm there's no money attached to it. There's no fame attached Let's to it. Go. Tom never talked about it. Brewski yeah. just talked about it and talking about Tom. Absolutely. But the the satisfaction I imagine that Brady got for just being able to impart whatever the, those things that's in him and his 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 passion. Impart your passion onto people gonna gonna always feed you. Mm. That's gonna what that's what fills your cup. No doubt. Impart no your doubt. passion. You know, I I I journal, oh. Like, that's the thing that brings me back to center. A couple times a day, I journal. And I often think about um, with my children. I got a journal for both Ink and Jada. I got a journal for Allison. And I got a journal for myself. And I often think about, you know how, like, when something happens to a person, right? And whether it be a parent, whether it be a friend, whatever the case may be, and people go up to them and say, hey, man, let me tell you about your father. Let me tell you about your mother. Let me tell you, man. Let me tell you about, you know, your friend. Let me tell you about him, right? When they come up to you and tell them, right? And that's cool and that's great and that's beautiful because everybody has their perspective, their experiences, and their encounters. Mm -hmm. But the reason I journal to my children both and I journal to my wife and I journal to myself, and I don't even know when I'm going to give it to them, right? I don't have a date that I'm going to give it to them. I just do it and I keep them to myself, right? Saying one day they're going to get them. But I explain decisions, choices, goals, dreams, aspirations, fears, mm -hmm. convictions, right? Things that I often think about when I write to myself, I'm in there writing things that I'm fearful of, things that I need to work on, right? And the reason I do it is because it does something for me. I feel like that's my life guide to my children. Yes. Like one day when they get it, right? Lord forbid if something happens to me and people gonna come up and say, man, let me tell you about your father. Right. And that's going to be cool. They're going to listen. But if they can go back and say, man, I got this journal. This is who my father is. Right. Without a doubt, I know who my dad is. Like I know decision making choices, what he stands for as a man, why he stands for the things he did to us and for us, why he did them. Right. And having that for me, that fills my cup because it's like that's preparation that one day when they go out into the world, they got something that they can always come back to, whether I'm present or not, that they can say, man, I know these are my father's words. This is spirit. I can always go back to that. And I always say to people, oh, it's something about when you write down something to yourself, <laughs> it does something to you. Yeah. When you write down your goals and your dreams to yourself and you see them, right, it does some that level of conviction. If you wrote something down at the beginning of the year and you look at it and you're like, man, I ain't done a damn thing about this. Bring you back. Brings you back. Bring you back to it. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Let's and, get it. And so I got I got one I want to read to you, man, and get your advice. Calm and quiet too is not real calm. When you can be calm in the midst of activity, this is the true state of nature. Happiness and comfort is not real happiness. When you can be happy in the midst of hardship, then you can see the true potential of the mind. Happiness and comfort is not real happiness. When you can be happy in the midst of hardship, then you can see the true potential of the mind. Man, when you finna be fake? What, what I wrote on that call? What I wrote on that call? Law. Create your peace, baby. That's what that means, man. Create your peace. You create your peace. Mm. When you are able to be happy in the midst of the trial and the tribulation, in the midst of the storm, yeah. 
then you have that is when you create your peace. Mm -hmm. Peace is not when it's tranquility. Peace is not when the sun is shining in the blue skies. It's down. That's not peace. Got to write this down, dog. Man, that boat was swaying, right? They were at the sea. The boat swaying. Talk to them. The boat swaying. I mean, I'm just saying, the boat swaying, right? They at the sea. The boat swaying, and all the, the, the disciples and whatnot, all they're just uh, panicking and, and and this, that, and the other. Yeah. And there was this gentleman down in the bowels of the sea, and he was sleep, 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 sleep. Jesus, do you hear what's going on? You can't feel this boat rocking. Mm. Sleep in the midst of the storm. Mm. And Jesus got up and went to the top and said, peace be still. Peace be still. The winds and all of that, the water stopped. But Jesus also said, why y'all tripping? Why y'all tripping? (laughs) If I'm asleep, why y'all not sleep? Why y'all tripping? That was the test of your faith. Mm. That was the test of your being able to create your joy in the midst of the storm. Like for real, man. For real. When... Shit is happening and it ain't going your way. Mm. Yeah. Like in the past few days, shit ain't been going my way mm. emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Talk about it. I mean, from the beginning of December to the end of January, mm-hmm. the number of funerals I've been to from having buried former uh, athletes mm. that have played for me, yeah. family members, classmates, and I still haven't processed all of that. Still haven't processed all of that. And feeling like, man, you know what? Some days I just feel like I'm not enough. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not enough. Yeah. And I know those are me issues. And I know that's me internally just trying to figure life out. And and this is the season that I'm going through. Mm-hmm. But man, if I was doing any better, I had still had to go to heaven. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, Lord. Because in the midst of these storms, I still got to create my peace. Got to create your peace, dog. That's where peace is. Yeah. When you're in the midst of the storm. Peace is not when you're on the backside of it or the front side of it. Mm. Peace is when you're in the middle of the storm and you can stand up and say, peace, be still. Peace, be still. Man. And lay your ass down and go to sleep. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. That's what... Look, happiness in in comfort is not real happiness. Mm -hmm. When you can be happy in the midst of hardship, when you can be happy in the midst of the storm, when you can be happy when it ain't going my way, Mm. I'm not winning. We we see in the sports all the time. The real great ones are, are the ones who, when they're losing, they find a way to win anyway. But they find a way to win because they don't get moved by the moment. Yes, sir. Talk about it. They don't get moved by the moment. They don't. When you in in a marriage and and you don't have good days in a series of good days, you're not like, man, I'm finna get up out of here. Mm. I'm finna check out. No, I'm gonna create happiness. Yes, sir. I'm gonna create happiness. I'm gonna create laughter in the eye of the storm. Adeoju, that's my surname. Creating happiness in the eye of the storm. Now you got happiness whether things are going great or things are going shitty. It doesn't matter. That's true happiness. That's true peace. You create your peace. You don't go find your peace. Peace is not at the end of the rainbow. Wealth wealth is not at the end of the lottery ticket. Wealth is not at the end of 
the the week when you get your paycheck. Yeah. You create it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because you came into this world. We were born into this world with everything. We were born into this world with peace. Mm. Right? Yeah. The reason that you came here was to experience hardship, was to experience life in all such forms, in chaotic forms, then what do you do in the midst of that? Can you create peace in the midst of whatever life throws at you? Now, you cooking with hot fish grease, man. Yes, sir. The quote says, um, when you come out of the storm, you won't be the same person that walked into it. That's what the storm is all about. When you can't control what's happening to you, control how you respond to it, that's where your power is, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They asked the elderly couple one day, oh, they said, um, how have you guys been married for so long? He said, we come from a generation when something is broken, we don't throw it away, we fix it, right? And when you think about calm and happiness, it's not real calm and happiness and quiet too. When you can be happy in the midst of hardship, then you see the true potential of the mind. You think perspective, you think peace, and you think more so controlling how you respond to a situation, Yep. right? It says that's where your power is. When you can't control what's happening, control how you respond to it. That's where your power is. Control what you can control. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing I go to, all right? In this moment, if, if it's going out of my way, if it's going out of control, if it's spinning out of, what can I control in this moment? I can control my attitude. I can control my words. I can control my perspective. I can control the lens of which I see it. What can I control in the moment when I can't control something externally, right? Because if I can control what I can control in the moment, what's happening externally is not going to affect and impact my true potential and my true advancement as a person, which is the things that I can control when I'm viewing a situation, when I'm responding to a situation, most importantly, can I use it? And what I'm saying to you, Young Thundercat is those things that are outside your control are not even real at all. Not even real. The only thing that is real is the thing that you can't control. Yeah. The only thing that is real is your belief in God. God esoterically is not mm. real. Mm. Your belief in God is what's real. Yeah. Right. Me being here right now is literally not real. Mm. Your belief in me, your ability to see me is what makes me real. My ability to actualize myself is what's real. I know we're going deep in the waters right now, but I want people to really feel me on that. Yeah. Anything outside of your control is not real. Mm. It is not real. It cannot affect you. Talk about it. It only affects you when you allow it into your reality. Mm. That's the only time it can affect you because that's when you can choose to, to respond in a way that is not going to be advantageous for you. Gotcha. That's the only way it becomes real. Yeah. So every day you wake up, you have the ability to create your peace. You have the ability to create the heaven that you want. Mm. If you don't see it that way, if you don't feel that way, then guess what's about to happen? You're about to create the hell. Mm. You have the power of creation. That's why you were born. That's why God sent you here. <laughs> to create the thing that you want, right? Mm. We have the power to create the things that we want. It starts with our words. Mm. In the beginning, it was the word. I think that's what yep. that book say. Yep. Don't it say that? Yep. So yep. you have the power to be whoever, whatever you want to be. 
and I'm not saying this in no, uh, no, no, you know, grander type way. Oh, I want to be rich. Come on, man. If you want to be rich, then you better define what rich is. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to be wealthy, then define what wealthy is. I want to be tall. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say then being tall is five foot nine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Uh, Not I'm going I want to be tall by somebody else's definition. Mm. Teach. Teach. As long as you're controlling the narrative, then you get the opportunity to create your peace. Then that's where your your joy, your heaven is created, man. Yes, sir. We not we got we got to stop living by other folks' expectations. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. That just that just uh, that blessed me, man. And we like you would say, we done pontificated long enough. <laughs> that blessed me, man. That that made me happy, man. And so we we could take them up out of here with this. So. And then we going, we got to do a word. I got a word for you. It says happiness always looks small when you hold it in your hand. But once you let it go, you truly see how precious it is. How would you define happiness? Hmm. Being in absolute gratefulness mm -hmm. of the moment. Yeah. Being grateful of the moment. Mm -hmm. That is automatically, it's going to lead you, it's going to result in your happiness. Like for real. No in every single moment, every single moment. You process what's happening. You process your feelings, rightfully so. You want to be sad about it. You want to be mad about it. Because gratefulness is not, being grateful is not an emotion. Mm -hmm. Being grateful is a principle. Yeah. Every any emotion, happy, sad, mad, all of those, and there are a plethora of them, right? Of emotions. If we are in a place where we are still pressing for the principle of being grateful, then regardless of your emotion, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to exist in a place of peace. And that place of peace is where your happiness resides. Yeah. Yes, right. So being grateful. Pressing for grateful, pressing for gratitude um, and the principle of gratitude and not necessarily living for or putting our our uh, energy into our emotions. Mm -hmm. Put your energy into your principles. Let your emotions lead you. Let your emotions guide you. Mm. But your energy goes to your principles. And mm -hmm. one of those principles is gratitude. It says emotions are great servants, but terrible masters. Doc. Yes. Yes. Emotions are great servants, but terrible masters. Principles are your masters. Mm -hmm. Principles are your masters. Well, good people, we appreciate your time. Appreciate your support. Greatly appreciate your ear, man. Me and the big dog. Give them a word, man. Take us up out of here. Give them a word, folks. Walk in, speak in, live in, teach in, whatever is on your heart. Walk in, teach in, believe in, speak in, whatever is on your heart. Peace. Peace.